The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 18th, 2023, in August of 1992, Nick Perdomo opened his own cigar shop in Miami, naming it Nick Cigar Company. Three rollers, two cigar packers, Nick and his wife Janine, and their baby on the way, Nicholas. Today, we celebrate their 30th anniversary right here with Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Jonathan, can you modify that? I think it's the most listened to in the universe. Universe. I'll write that right now. All right. Make that change. Let's upgrade that. Hey, what an honor to have you guys here. Always have an honor, but this one really special because this is the first event you've done with the 30th anniversary. We we launched it. We had a Q&A last night with it. You've been around to all three of our stores. Um, and I'm telling you, uh, I was saying it in advance of this, the most anticipated cigar brand to come out in my history, 38 years in the cigar business. Um, it wasn't just hype. It's for real because I have broken every single record off the, off the chart of the most cigars I've ever sold in a single day. Uh, by far, it's not. It's four times, I believe, is the amount. Here we are on Saturday. You, you guys came here on Thursday. Um, a lot of boxes of cigars, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning, and we have hardly any cigars to sell. <laughs> so uh, you've been up here uh, more than you normally would be downstairs to sell them and sell them, but um, we are super low on um, boxes of Perdomo 30th, uh, crazy low, uh, but more on the way. Yes, they are. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. So we're going to make, make you guys an offer uh, during the show later on um, when we get to the 30th Cigar and explain to you um, how you can take part in the sold-out event we did last night um, by making a, a purchase, and we'll talk uh, about that. Dave, Jerry Bell says you seem to be underdressed for that stage. Yeah, what's with that? I am. <laughs> well, there's no way I can compete with this anyway. Uh, even I mean, si- you could try Jonathan, and put a jacket on. Jonathan wore a suit every day this yeah. week. And oh, I was in my glory. I don't get, yes. a, get I don't get dressed up but, much anymore. Dave, and, uh, you own a tux, right? I do. Well, see, you could have dressed. I, yeah, I could have <laughs> over, overdone it for them. <laughs> yeah, and sure. Wear a tuxedo. Well, it, there is uh, a reason to celebrate and dress up for, but uh, I wore a jacket last night. I you wore, did? Yeah. Um, had a little get-together, so I did the best I could do. But it was very slimming. I, I can't compete with this. There's, there's just no doubt about it. Uh, you've always done it, too. You've been a shop dresser, always. Well, thank you. Yeah. I 
I just think it's important. I do it out, out of respect for the consumers. You show up at the office dressed up. You Not so much anymore no. like I used to. <laughs> I used to wear a suit and tie every day to the office, but I kind of stopped that. All right. Well, sometimes I see video of you in the warehouse packing and shipping the boxes and working out, basically. No gym that day. I mean, wow. It's great exercise. And yeah. you know what it does? It brings cohesiveness with the team. And Nicholas and I, we love doing it. Janine's out there. Arthur, the, all the staff were out there. And it's, it's great exercise, too. And you get to work together with the team. They see you nice. doing it. So, we, we, you know, you, you wouldn't ask them to do something you wouldn't do yourself. You, but you guys, both of you have done it all anyway. So uh, I just live off a reputation that I used to do that, too. But I don't do it anymore. But you guys still do it. Yeah, I, I love doing it. You like doing it, too, don't you? Of course. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. All right, let's light up the first cigar. It's not going to be the 30th. We're going to go back 10 years uh, but and light up the 20th, which is part of the care package, right? Yes, it is, Dave. Today's first cigar is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sungrown Churchill. It is manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. The size is 7 by 54 It is wrapped in a luxurious eight-year-old Cuban seed barrel-aged wrapper. The binder and the fillers are both Nicaraguan grown by the folks at Perdomo. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single is going to set you back $12.19 and a box of 24 is $244.99, dropping the single price down to $10.21 on twoguyscigars.com. If you are too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Com. We're probably not going to sell a lot of those because everybody carries it. Yes, they do. This everybody one, carries this it. This one's available to everybody. A- available to everybody. Okay. But all great cigar stores, that's for sure, carry yeah. it. Yeah. How many cigar stores? On this one here, probably about a thousand. Yeah? Yeah. Thousand yeah. cigar stores. Yeah. Uh, and up until before you launch the 30th, and we'll get to that later on, <laughs> your favorite? This is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I love them all. It's it's a it's a difficult question. Everybody yeah. asks me that. I got to like them before they come out. But uh, this is my go to. Very very special cigar. So let's give it a cut and light. Everybody join us because we have the Perdomos here. The royalty. So don't in the let house. Me, don't let me down. Uh, it is time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And you know, excellence. That one seemed particularly synchronized today. Well, it was. Well, they didn't let us down. He said, don't let us down. They didn't let us down. Uh, and, and if they could possibly hear it across the universe, everybody was doing it everywhere. There's at least a thousand people that are, have this hand in their hand right now doing it. But you, you've gone to places out of the United States and they come to you barely speaking English and reciting that to you. They do. <laughs> our, che- our check distributors are watching this as we speak. It's a, it's a testament to what you guys have done here on this podcast. I listen to it on my balcony too. And I know a lot of cigar makers do. They might not say it, but I I, I know they do. And, yeah, uh, I know. I know they do too. We we see the numbers of the people that do it, but I I find it amazing what has happened to um, the Cigar Authority. But we're talking about Perdomo, and I'm amazed at what happened to Perdomo in the past 31 years, and we'll get into uh, why it's 31 yeah. years later too. Jonathan uh, Bingo says your outfit makes you look like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> 
What he looks like is this. Let's, let's get this. Taken yeah, let's care get this of, taken care of right right away. Not not a bad resemblance. It's pretty right close. Here. Nick Miller sent us. Can we get a close up shot of this? Uh, I have my own action figure now, yes. uh, <laughs> and I have since uh, the '60s when Batman was on TV the first time. That's Egghead. Yeah, I, I don't remember Egghead from. You don't? No, oh. I, I only watched like I don't know ten episodes of it. He was um, he was the the guy in the beginning of the Michael Jackson song that Vincent Price. Yeah, Vincent Price played Egghead, mm-hmm. and he's the guy at the beginning of the Michael Jackson song. I'm just blown away that somebody who isn't around you all the time knew what you were talking about. There we go. <laughs> you have no idea? You know who Vincent Price is? I know who Vincent Price is, all right. and, and I'm you know familiar you... with Thriller. Thriller. And mm-hmm. Vincent Price did the rap on Thriller. Yes. 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 All right, let's get to it. Let's <laughs> we're going to light our cigar today with the Cyclone by Vertigo. The Cyclone by Vertigo, and I picked this for a reason. It's three jets. It's a flip top. The jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $12.99 or two for 20 on twoguyscigars.com. That's the Cyclone by Vertigo. Now, I picked this because I had an argument with Nicholas okay. on Thursday. He wanted a soft flame lighter. He likes a soft flame. To light his cigars for the week. And I said, Nicholas, just here. And I reached in my pocket. I grabbed a Cyclone. I said, just take my lighter and you can have it. And he said, I can't take that on a plane. And I said, I beg to differ because mm. I just came back from a trip. And I, I, I put this to the test, Nicholas. I didn't even try to hide it this time. I took it and just threw it in with my pocket squares in my luggage. Just carry on. Went right through. And no go, problem. And he goes inside the plane and he takes a picture <laughs> of himself in, inside the in plane. In the plane with, with the lighter. Showing he does. He does it every trip. He goes... Follow Mr. Jonathan. It's hysterical. Because you're new again on Facebook, right? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, um, I got thrown off lifetime ban. Jonathan, do I need pocket squares? Because I, I don't own any. Or I you can just put it in my pocket. No, you need pocket squares. That's uh, Sullivan. If you're going to wear a Can't a you see coat. all of these guys have pocket squares except yeah. me? I don't even have a pocket <laughs> in my sweatshirt. Um, Nicholas, uh, let me ask you, because... Everybody's asking, will the 30th be available here, there? It's on the website, right? Who's carrying? Correct. Yeah, so if you go to our website and you look under Cigars tab and you look at the 30th anniversary, you can search two ways. You can search by state, and it'll show you the stores within those states, and you can actually punch in your zip code, and it'll show you the nearest stores that carry Perdomo 30th anniversary. Perfect. Nearest to them, because the computer Correct. knows where they are and say, yes. Yeah, you okay. go to com slash 30th anniversary, and for example, if you're in New England, you'll see all the two guys' smoke shops that carry them and so on. There we go. <laughs> all right. So, great night last night. We did um, a Q&A, intimate night uh, with the Perdomos, and uh, Q&A coming from the audience. I started it off and got people, and we had... A Connecticut, a sun grown in a Maduro. I would say 90% of the people smoked all three during the course of this two-hour Q&A, plus uh, maybe an hour or so beforehand, um, paired with different alcohol drinks. Um, and very interesting of um, that you knew about these alcohols. Uh, you chose the pairings of it, but um, one of it was Whistle Pig, and you had said some story about that that you know the guy. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting story. He ran for the Senate in Pennsylvania, and his claim to fame during the Obama administration was that our borders were so wide open 
that he could take a circus elephant with a trailer in the back and walk it through the water with a mariachi band playing and coming to the United States. And he did. He actually he did he, he, they he, didn't he, stop him. No, he rode in a with in illegals a, in an elephant with four mariachi guys from Mexico playing mariachi music and crossed our border. And that's when the border was a lot tighter than it is today, which <laughs> yeah. is wide open. So oh my that God. was his claim to fame. And he ended up selling the Whistlepig brand for almost a half a billion dollars. Hmm. And uh, he didn't win his, his, his seat in, in Pennsylvania, but I, I found it to be fascinating how he yeah. tried to prove the point about lack of security. I, I love those kind of stories. Those are fantastic. Have you ever had a hot toddy? Yes. Oh, boy. All right. So let's say you make a hot toddy and you're going to use Glenn Levitt 12, which... I think is an atrocity in and of itself, but this person, that's all they have. They're making a hot toddy, Glenn Levitt 12. The sweetener they're using is brown sugar, and at the very end, they dust it with just a just a little salt bay of white pepper, and that's what I'm getting on this Perdomo 20th Churchill on the initial light. I'm sure that'll change, but that's you the initial some smoke, you fucking asshole. light. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bill Burr. <laughs> we we prepped Bill Burr for two years of prepping that that ended up happening. You were there at the anniversary party and really nice what a guy. surprise and nice guy, right? Yep. So uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, okay, um, Nicholas, uh, June eighteenth, twenty eleven. I sent it to you uh, this morning. I thought I did. I sent it to your dad, but you have it now, right? Yes. Nicholas came on the show. We did our first father and son cigar dinner. That was the first one ever. So you flew up here with your dad. And then we, back in those days, it was a, just a folding table, if you remember. A folding table, folding chairs. Yep. We were in the Seabrook <clears throat> store, I believe, doing it live from there. And uh, I said, you want to come on? And I want to interview on in the last half hour or something to show and bring you on. Because how old would you have been then? I was 18. 18. Mm. So I probably waited the legal age or whatever at the time. Uh, and then uh, that was your first ever interview, right? Yep. Yeah. And now I listened to it this morning. After listening to it yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was shocked how good you were, that informative you were at 18 years old. So that's pretty amazing. So you are 30 or you haven't turned 30 yet? I'm 31. 31, okay. I'm 31. Uh, you you knew your shit then. I mean, you, you're in this for your whole life. Your yeah. parents had you immediately following open, opening uh, Perdomo, and then here you come along. So it's your whole life. My whole life. That's all I know. It's all I ever wanted to know. And uh, I wanted to do what my dad did, my grandfather did. And yeah. I just felt that that's what I was supposed to do as well. It's not even that. Forget the fact I was interested in, in the business, but I... I just felt like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. It's like my a calling. Dad does. Yeah. So. Yeah, you were born This is what we it. do in our family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think it'll go on? I mean, this is going to be. I hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, because you've got a beautiful little daughter, and, and she can uh, certainly take over after. Yeah, she's an expert almost, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. Uh, last night, Q&A, um, we, we uh, here's the thing. So. The, the plan was to tape the Q&A last night, which we did. We did. And then to make an offer to everybody that's out there to say, well, I couldn't come. I live far away. I, it sold out before I could get a ticket. And then say, okay, we taped it, and we have this secret 
code where you can only get it from the secret code because it's out there. What is that called? It's secured. It's private. Private. Mm -hmm. Private taping of that show, which, by the way, went on two hours long. Uh, over two, two and a half. Two and a half hours. <laughs> and uh, things you never heard before, certainly. You, you even brought it up as you said, wow, I never told this story before, but... Uh, and his, oh, I never said this before, but, uh, and, and that's this, the skill of the um, guy interviewing you or asking the question, the drag. I didn't think you, <laughs> as the interviewer, were supposed to piss off your guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right out of the gate, he was, you could see his steam coming out of his collar. There was laughs, there was happiness, there was anger, and actually somebody cried. Somebody did cry. Yeah, so we got, oh. we got it all taken care of, right? So it's out there. But the idea was to say, okay, to our Cigar Authority listeners, here's the promotion. And the promotion's going to happen. It just can't happen right at this moment, but I'll say it anyway. Buy a box of Perdomo 30th anniversary. Now, we ended up smoking all three, but you're going to buy a box of whatever wrapper you choose. And we're going to give you the other two wrappers single of each one of them for free nice. because you need to go through this mm -hmm. two and a half hour process of smoking all three of these cigars and it doesn't matter what size you get and we're just going to get you a couple of the other wrappers so when it's time to let's assume you pick the sun grown it's time to smoke the connecticut okay let's light a connecticut you'll have it yeah and, uh, and, and the size really <laughs> doesn't matter the Perdomos are very consistent across the sizes. For me, it's more about, well, how much time do I have? Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you on the next hour, we're going to smoke the Perdomo 30th anniversary Maduro Torpedo because I want to try this cut <laughs> of the Torpedo because everybody cuts a Torpedo too long, and that's not true because everybody cuts a Perdomo Torpedo too long. Because too short, too too short. They cut it too short. Yeah, they take too much. Too off. much of it. Uh, but on a regular torpedo, you need to do that to get the draw flow. But he proved that you only had to cut a little bit, a quarter of an inch, and actually the draw is perfect. I know why because I've witnessed it, yeah. but I've actually never done it. So and, I'll do it in the next. And time. I was intrigued too. So that's how much I cut off, which is not much at all. Yeah, right. perfect draw. All right, so th that'll be interesting anyway. But buy a box of Perdomo. Now, the problem is you're going to go on to twoguyscigars.com and you're going to try to box, buy a box of Perdomo 30th, and you're going to say, my size isn't there, it's unavailable or whatever. So there's underneath it, it says, notify me. Because probably Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have received the cigars then, and because you hit notify me, boom, it's going to remind you and say, hey, it's in. So at that point, you can go on there, you can buy a box, we're going to include... Two single cigars, one of the two different wrappers you didn't choose, and a link to that um, secret video that you can't yep. get. Yeah, and you so, know that that may go out a day after you make the purchase, correct. but it's being tracked, and you yeah. will get that link. Yeah, um, and by the time you have your cigars, you're going to have the link. And and I urge you to actually smoke the cigars, um, at least those three cigars, along with. And I think it'll be a great experience. Again, you couldn't be there, so here's the experience to end now, up doing that. Now, Dave, you are a self-proclaimed great interviewer, but it seems like maybe you underestimated the demand for these cigars. <laughs> Boy, I mean, it was the most. It was the biggest purchase I've ever made on a single product, an unknown product that doesn't have any followers of it. Um, 
And as time was going on, and I ordered that at the trade show, which was in June, the buzz and the buzz and the buzz just creating. And me and Ed Santamaria were saying as it was getting closer and say, maybe we didn't order enough. <laughs> well, we ordered the most we've ever ordered, but ordered by far. What do you mean we, we didn't order enough? And I, honestly, I don't want a lot of cigars left over at the end of the year because we have to pay taxes on that because it's uh, over and above inventory. You try to run your inventory down towards the end of the year. So I'm looking at that, and I'm as it's getting closer, I go, I think you might be right because we didn't pre-sell anything or anything, but just everybody coming in, are they in yet? Are they in yet? How many people are asking, are they in yet? And um, they arrived on Tuesday. We put them online. They started selling like crazy, like I never seen anything. This is boxes of 30. You guys will eventually be able to talk, no, by the I, way. I, you I eventually, <laughs> there are questions for you. <laughs> I just never seen anything like it. And then it goes to the three stores. The three stores are selling it. You guys ain't arriving until Thursday afternoon. We got them on Tuesday. The inventory's levels are, are going down dramatic. And I go, imagine if there's no cigars. I mean, you've said it before. You go to somebody's event and there's no, no cigars to sell. I'm like, I'm not that guy. But this is getting dangerously close. And we're there right now. That here we are at the, at the last day, and there's not a lot of choices to do it. So there'll be more. You're going to click that notify me, and then you're going to get that. You, oh, in the comment section. What did we say? Bruno? Was that? <coughs> yeah, in the comment of that, so that we know because other people are buying it too, but only the Cigar Authority people are going to get the two extra cigars in the link. You put Bruno. Do you know who Bruno is? No. Bruno was what I wanted to name my daughter. If he was a boy, I got to pick it, and it was Bruno. But it was a girl, and it became Gianna. Thank God. And yes. then when James, before James was born, my grandson, they said, what name would you like him to, say, to be? And I said, Bruno. No. And they David. said, no, and it becomes James. So this is named Bruno. Got it. That's the best I could do. My cowbell is named Bruno, if, if nobody knew that anyway. So that is available if you possibly see that that's there. Now you can do it, but if your size isn't there, just wait till Tuesday or Wednesday, and we'll get loaded up put again. Notify me because you're going to you yeah. put your email in, and it'll send you an email automatically. All right. Do you have a question? Do you have a question that you have to say because you, I was talking too much? I want to let you get it in if you want to get it in. No? Well, I certainly I'll save my question. I have a question for the next hour. Okay. So let's go back to the early days, Dick. 1992, air traffic controller. What makes you say, let me get into the cigar business? Well, I saw it all my life with my father and my grandfather, and uh, I wanted to get in the cigar industry prior to Nichols being born. And uh, I told my dad, and he was kind of against it because I had a great job, but I also... Always remember, my dad said I lived in the greatest country in the world. And if I worked hard enough, I could attain anything I want. And when I echoed that to him, he said, "Yeah, you're right." So uh, started very meagerly out of a garage in Miami Lakes, Florida. Started in August, and uh, what happened was, at the end of the year, those three months, I sold nine thousand four hundred and thirty cigars. I made forty cents a piece. <clears throat> I would truck them around <clears throat> in the Miami area. I didn't even have boxes. And I would always ask people, hey, Mr. Bennington, could, here's your cigars or $200. Is there any way you could pay me now? I don't have enough gas money to get back. And all of us, you know, all of us struggled when we started in a, in a business. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, starts were meager, but my dad was right, and we built a pretty nice business. Wow. 
Unbelievable. <clears throat> and and uh, and I mentioned it during on the on the question as I was, and I've known you from the beginning, but I never knew that you actually moved into Ybor City in Tampa to operate out of there. Yeah, we we opened up, we eventually opened up a second factory in, in the Ybor City area above the Ybor City Brewing Company. We couldn't get any production in Miami, but it was, you know, the boom was starting and it was hard to find workers. And uh, we ended up training Vietnamese workers, <laughs> <clears throat> believe it or not, to yeah. have them roll cigars and it, it worked out pretty good. And, uh, but we couldn't stay functional or profitable with the Dominican Republic and Honduras at the time. And I was selling the cigars at the same prices, but my labor rates were four of to course. 500% higher. So <clears throat> that's when we made the move to Nicaragua in 94. And that was a godsend. Yeah. What is it, do you think about this industry that becomes so intoxicating? Because you got in because of your dad, Nicholas didn't even want to go to college. He just wanted to jump right in. You made him go to college, almost kind of trying to talk him out of it like your dad tried to talk you out of it right what is it about this industry that draws the next generation in well i think in any industry especially in this one you kind of fall in love with it and you have passion about it and this is an industry where you kind of got to be crazy because there's so many things that you got to do to provide a, a, a really great product and i always say it's a business that you run with your heart not necessarily a calculator a pencil and paper and it, it is intoxicating and I love it even more today than I did when I, when I first started, and I, I continue traveling. I continue working as hard as ever. I love the consumers. Uh, nobody comes to me and says, I'm going to a funeral. I need a box of cigars. Everybody's happy to see you. I don't understand why some people think it's a drag. I have millions of miles on the airlines, and <clears throat> I'm always happy Monday morning at the crack of dawn to be able to put my suit on and go out and see our consumers and our retailers. I, I know it's true because that goes even further to you go around to all the stores and the shops to meet the, the store owners, the uh, people that work in the store, along with, of course, the uh, end user, the consumer. But you even have them come to you and you have these tours that you do every year. How many years this been going on? 24. 24 <clears throat> years of bringing groups three days to three and a half days at a time overlapping each other and th through the winter this, this happens uh, each year. Uh, I ended up because you said, hey, you have to, I've gone a bunch of times, but you got to start bringing your staff to the, I, I bring Jonathan, he's out of his mind. It was the most, um, when you said we're going to do seeds, and this is going to take about three hours, and uh, you actually had shot me a look. I was typing on my phone, taking notes. There was no cell service where we were, so I wasn't texting anybody. Um, That's what I thought. <laughs> but you yes. said, uh, yeah, you did. Um, you said, this is going to be about three hours, and I'm like, fuck, three hours on seeds? Are you kidding me? Right. And when it was done, I wish it was three hours longer. It was the... Most fascinating thing up until that point, and there were many things that were more fascinating later, but in that point in my cigar career, that was the most fascinating three hours ever. And I, and I had been there many times, but that was the first time I saw that. And The seed I, separator. You invented that. Yeah. yeah why, why isn't that everywhere? Because people don't want to spend the time to do it, and it, it makes such a huge difference in germination. But, uh, you know, insanity is always trying to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, right? So I'm always thinking, I have this little spiral notebook and I write down things and I'm always looking, how can I get more enjoyment for the consumers on the cigar? I'm, I'm looking at every single detail, a lot of time at night nestily in my kitchen, thinking about different things. So how could I develop the best seed so I can have the best germination? Well, I have to separate it and 
when guys come down to Nicaragua, they're fascinated by what they see. But uh, it's important to me because the fundamental part of a great cigar starts with that seed. And, it, it, and how valuable it is because it was behind lock and key was... Yeah, you got two safes in the whole compound. <laughs> yeah, we... we <laughs> paper goods and seeds. <clears throat> yeah, paper goods and seeds. I mean, uh, we have millions of dollars in, in, in proprietary seed that produces different types of, of fillers, binders, and wrappers depending on the region that we have. And, we and you don't sell yours to anybody else. No. So and you don't, you don't disclose it to anybody. It's just that's Perdomo Tobacco. That's the that's brand. That's right. Yeah. That's, um, and it's just for you. <clears throat> that's what it is. And it makes our, I think it makes our cigars special. It, it absolutely <clears throat> does because there's nothing else that tastes like this. We, we can detect blindly a Perdomo cigar because your tobacco tastes different than other people's tobacco. So I always thought it was just the process. The, you know, after they grow tobacco, it has to go through lots of different processes. How many total steps are there <clears throat> from the time we put the seed down to the time we finish packing the boxes there's 3154 steps to make one of our cigars and there's 3154 people that were involved in that a lot of people tell you there's 200 hands for them it is because they don't do everything yeah. when you're vertically integrated where you're doing everything it it makes a big difference and it, you can have total control and you can guarantee that every product is always at its utmost so you're taking the <clears> seed and you say, uh, oh, I cross-pollinated, I turned it into this or whatever. How many process that goes through? Now I have the seed. The seed is done. I'm going to put the seed in the ground. You're going to make a, a little um, little plant out of it first. And then you're going to put that in the ground. How long before the cigar arrives at Two Guys Smoke Shop when we sell the cigar? On average, about 45 months because you have strong tobaccos or what we call lijeros. They take, in Esteli, they take up to five years because the grounds are so heavy. But if you did an average between all three of the classes of tobaccos, approximately about 45 months it would so take. So almost four years <clears throat> by the time it, it comes out. Somebody, you know, you got to deal with your, your accounts and things like that. They would say this is the craziest thing because it's four years before you get your dollar back, you know, where you could put money into something else and do it. So it is not the smartest overall business to, to be in is, is the cigar business. No, it's, uh, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of time, a lot of process, and that's where it becomes intoxicating because you, you fall in love with it. Um, the bean counters every time always ask me, why don't you use the tobacco? Why do you store it for so long? You have the same accountant he does? I, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's it, it's crazy. It's about how quick. It's not about how quick. It's about how satisfying you can make it to the consumer. And I always believe that quality brings quantity, and it takes time. And uh, I think we do it at extremely fair prices overall at the same oh, time. And, and that's <clears throat> the absurd part of, about it if, as you look at it. Why I used to like taking consumers down to end up seeing the operation, how it happened is because you'd hear people end up saying, 10 12 $14, that's a lot of money for a cigar. I said, come here and watch this. And they come here and watch it and say, how could it possibly be so low that it's there? And I said, well, labor rates are cheaper in that country and this and this and this. And you know what? Everybody's making these few pennies here and few pennies there, but millions of cigars that end up happening. But... I don't think there's another product that the margin for the time and everything that goes in, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's actually a bad business, but we love it, and we do it, and as we get deeper and longer into it, we start building inventories of it, and that pressure is gone. 
So now we can enjoy it because at the beginning, the pressure at the beginning, 31 years ago with you, the pressure was astronomical. You worked nights and you worked the store and fought for every penny you could make and lose money at the end. Pretty much you're spot on. Yeah. It's it's certainly not easy. It was a tremendous amount of stress. I was an air traffic controller, and it's one of the most stressful jobs in the world. And I always tell people, try being in the cigar industry and doing it right. It's 10 times more mm. pressure than air traffic control. Air traffic control, I always said, was a pinball game that you didn't have to put a quarter in it. you know. But when you're in the cigar business, I got Churchills and Robustos dancing around my head 24-7. It, it doesn't change, but... I love that stress. I think it. I think it's actually good for you, contrary to what doctors believe in peddling off billions of dollars of medicine that people don't need that are eventually going to kill them. I think stress is good, and I love it. First, I ever heard you say that. It's very interesting because when that starts subsiding on me, that I'm having a day, and all of a sudden I'm, I don't have those jitters that end up happening. I end up getting more coffee. It's like, wow, I'm not feeling that. You know. Pro- what somebody else would say that, you know, my nerves are going crazy. I don't have it, so I need to get some more of that in it because I actually feed off of it, and it keeps me going stronger and stronger. Nicholas, you have uh, the good opportunity that you don't have to deal with the back end of that, beginning of that 30 years of the grind of being able to survive. So you know you're going to end up surviving, but now you have to look into the future and say, what can I do with what looks to me perfectly run company and improve on that. Well, I think the thing is it's staying organized, uh, having the attention to detail. Like my father's taught me within every single category of our business. Um, But the biggest thing is, is the quality. What makes our family special, what makes our cigars special is quality. Um, I remember as a kid, you know, talking with my dad, I remember years ago being with you in Nicaragua and saying, "How, how can we make more cigars? How can we get more quantity, quantity? And I remember my dad taught me something. He said, Son, quality brings quantity. If you just focus on the quality and doing everything right from start to finish, that's this game. Yeah, That's what this is about. Focus on quality because quality brings quantity. And at the end of the day, it's just it's, there's a lot of patience. Um, I'm fortunate that my father built a company uh, with such a sound you know, infrastructure foundation. Yeah. And my whole thing is, is that as the next generation, it's to continue everything my father's built continue his vision while he's here and after he's not here with us and um the whole thing is is going forward but staying organized and doing things the right way yeah stay to the core foundation but it's going to be interesting what the next generation says okay what's the next step because you took off what you learned from your father and your grandfather and said okay what's the next step at this point um you know it's just going to be interesting to end up watching in uh, you got something yeah nicholas what why doesn't the Perdomo cigar family play the limited edition game? Well, because I think it's um, it's something that my dad, you know, we we've talked about it for years. If if you if a if a consumer enjoys a cigar, and we're making a production and they can't buy it anymore, you know, I mean, what's what's the point? What's the point of releasing a cigar that you try and you fall in love with it and you can't smoke it anymore? I think it's unfair to the consumer. And I think at the end of the day, it hurts the value of your company. Hmm. Right now, it's time for the question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I've been listening for four years now, writes John. 
I'm currently living in Seattle where crime is on the rise and affects me with increasing frequency. After my vehicle has been broken into several times, my mail stolen weekly, and gas prices at $5, I'm packing up the family and moving to the Midwest. Though I smoke one to two cigars a day, my purchasing is outpacing my consumption. My collection exceeds 1,300 cigars wow. resting in three different large humidors. What is the best way to package and store my cigars during the move that will include months of moving in a pod and storage unit? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to say put your humidors in a Tupperware container. Imagine, you know, I'm not saying put your cigars in a Tupperware container. I'm saying put your humidors in a Tupperware container. Sure, and, you know, bubble wrap them to protect the finish on the humidor. But yeah. I think that's a great strategy. And maybe bubble wrap the cigars within the humidor, too. The bouncing around thing, uh, especially if it's a non-cellophane mm-hmm. cigar, the damage is going to be out of control. So uh, do that and make it so it's going to with handle the bouncing around mm-hmm. thing that's going to end up happening. But now I, I would say he's going to be tempted to do things like take his, you know, daily clothes with him or something like, you don't need any of that shit. Put your cigars in the car. You're driving to the Midwest oh. and just bring them on the trip and buy new clothes. When you get there, <laughs> you let that stuff stay <laughs> in the pod. All that. Those are your cigars. Right. But he, his consumption, I wonder why his consumption is so low. He, he, he lives in Seattle. Oh, there's no that's, place to that, smoke. That's the big problem. You yeah. can you can do some really terrible things. Nobody looks bats an eye in states and cities <laughs> like that. But if it's I don't, horrible I don't want to mention the things people could do that nobody will bat an eye at. But smoking cigars is like a federal crime. Right. You know, I mean, almost worse than you mean raping. like dropping a deuce on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all right. But lighting up a cigar in Seattle or San Francisco or L.A. or some of these places is a, is a mortal sin. That's probably why he has so many cigars. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Uh, that's the early days. Uh, we have Nick and Nicholas Perdomo here, um, and we're going to move up to the 2000s and go on to the future. Uh, we are celebrating Perdomo's 30th anniversary. We're going to light that up in the next hour. We are live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. Elberton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. 
hot and light one now. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christophe Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrail's blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the God Rail's complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron del- Okay, I don't. Back. I didn't touch any buttons. All right, you're supposed to touch buttons. You're no, to not touch. until it's time. Oh, all right, it wasn't time to touch buttons. But we're back, and we're powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company. Features West Tampa black, white, and red passion with a purpose. On the West Tampa, we're back with Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. Uh, you know, we do an after show, and we're going to do the after show. Um, after the show, obviously, but they're almost, in this case, should have been a in-between the show, <laughs> in-between the commercial show, because this gold, you've been here for three days, we've been talking nonstop, but this gold and gold and gold continues to, to spew out as, as we start talking about these different subjects. Uh, this has been, this is the Super Bowl for me. Having you guys up here, I swear to God, I mean, it's... That's uh, a Super Bowl for us, Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Only, uh, only you could. Uh, not many retailers around the world can pull off the things you guys do, and um, you know, I look at I look at Jonathan. You know, he's one of the nicest guys in the world. I think a, a lot of people get a, a bad rap because you know we're, we're playing you, around. You've this met show. him, right? Of course, I know him really well, and I consider him a friend. But just to see the work that these guys have done, all of them, and working. All the days, and now you're doing. You guys are doing a podcast because you've been working. You've been busting your asses too for days on end. I'll give it to my entire staff. Phenomenal, hundred uh, percent. In order, up. as much as we're thrilled of having the cigars and all this stuff, everybody had to work double time, um, get packing and getting these cigars out and getting to the stores and showing these things off and finding space for them, like we said, and everything. Uh, it's just like holy. 
you know, it's crazy because it's November, and this is a slow time for us in New England. Sure doesn't look like no. that. It's oh, packed. My God. It's, it's unbelievable. Thank you, and thank you for that. Um, so um, we're going we're gonna to do the whole after show on it, but I want to give a little bit of it um, of the trips to Nicaragua, slots to people to go and what they would end up seeing. And we'll take a deep dive into it, but are there any opportunity this coming 2024 that are available and what can they do to find that? Um, we have a couple trips available in February, but pretty much all the trips are sold out. We have one trip where we have three spaces on the uh, 27th to the 31st of January. We have some availability in February, but pretty much all the trips are sold out. We got uh, 463 people signed up mm. already that paid for airfare and everything. And, uh, and that's what they do. They pay for their airfare. Yeah, and, they, and they, yeah, they pay for their airfare and they pay $575. That's for the hotel, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the whole thing. It cost us $613, to be quite honest, to do it. I just didn't have the heart to say it's $613. <laughs> I still say five. So we've been doing five seventy five since two thousand two. Believe it or not, it was five fifty from two thousand to two thousand one. But um, we just want to show people our our pride and our passion and what we do. It's it's very educational. A lot of people tell you it's the University of Perdomo. We have a lot of fun at night. We have drinks and stuff, but it's not a drunk fest. It's about no, learning. You're going to work. You're getting up early, and mm-hmm. and you went right. I went. I, yeah. I would love to go again this year, but my wife tells me we're going to St. Lucia, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll get there again, though. I we mean, loved having you, Ed. It, it was, it was it a was... great time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, right now it's time for the confessional, and that's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority Dot com and Anani Moose writes, Gentlemen, I'm sitting here in Ontario, Canada, with the cold continuing to develop. No, I don't have a dog sled team. Do you know Rudy, though? <laughs> Hanging my head in shame for the transgression I am about to make. Mm. This confession may be different from others, as I haven't committed the sin yet, but oh. I'm about to. Huh. I'm so ashamed our illustrious government has mandated that all cigar bans must be covered in a plain green generic band with white lettering. They are boring. Imagine walking into a cigar store and there isn't a single manufacturer's brand on a cigar, just these ugly green bands. It isn't just ugly. It's very difficult to locate a particular brand as they all look alike. I love the bands that the manufacturers put on their cigars. They are art to me. In fact, I keep all the bands from cigars I smoke. When I finish a cigar, I write on the band the date and give the cigar a rating. From time to time, I enjoy going back and looking at these bands. I've collected them for years and reliving the wonderful memories of smoking the cigar with my friends at events and while on vacation. My confession is that I've decided to no longer support Canadian retailers because of the band issue. 
I'm a big believer in shopping local and supporting those in business around me, but this is a band issue. This band issue is too much. I will now only purchase cigars from the U.S., spending a few days here and there in the U.S. so as not to incur duty fees. Am I being a prima donna? Please hit me hard with a punishment. Signed, uh, Anonymous. I can't hit him hard with a punishment because I, I do the same thing. Right. So I, I think he's getting off light. Ah, oh, geez, I don't know if that's all that bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints, St. Francis cigars this week. You sell into Canada? We do. And you have to do that? We don't, but eventually, I guess our distributor will have to. He's got a... He's got a way around it. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Because what a shame. It's terrible. Um, you know, looking at, especially your bands, look at that 30th band of what happens. I mean, it almost comes alive. That I don't want to blow it, but you discuss that, that mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a specific artwork that goes back into your family history, uh, which people, if they take advantage of the, uh, that recording, they'll hear the full story. But that was fast. I didn't know that. That was fascinating. Yeah, good stuff. Upcoming shows uh, next week. I smoked 2,000 boxes of cigars. I did some uh, math based on how, mu- how much I've been smoking over all these years and said, how many boxes of cigars did I actually smoke? And the number came out to 2,000. i got to huh. imagine Ed smokes way more than me, but well, I started way before you. And, you know, I had to work in non-smoking places mm. for so many years. Yeah. I'm catching up if I'm yeah. not in the same territory. So, you know, back to the health issue, if there's something that's going to happen here, you have an employee that is 95 years old. Tell us a little about him and his smoking habits. Uh, Rissy's Garcia, he's at a head of our fermentation. He smokes 20 to 25 cigars a day. He's going to be 95. He's got a 13. He's been 50. taking advantage of you all this time. He has. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking the 2,000 boxes. I think my staff in Miami smokes that monthly, so that's uh, that's not so bad. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's a picture of health. He's Like I said, he smokes a tremendous amount of cigars, and what's incredible about him is he just celebrated his 83rd year in the in the industry when we yeah, when we hired him good friend of my father's from Cuba hired him at 68 I thought he'd be a great training tool to help our younger people in fermentation sorting and selecting and now 26 years later he's still with the company still as strong as an ox when he was when he was 68 he said, these things give him life. So uh, you're good with the uh, hiring the older people. I am. I am. I think uh, a little gray hair and in a receding hairline is not a bad thing for your company. It really is a lot of responsibility. You can trust on people that are a little older. They're going to come to work. They're not going to be sleep until 1030 in the morning. And uh, we're getting younger. There's no doubt about it. But there was a time the average salesman did work for me was 60 and uh, and it Worked out great. So, Nick, you'd hire Jonathan because he's got the receding hairline. I would hire him, yeah. Well, not even receding, receded. That's all right. There's a lot of women that like that bald look, so that's that's not a bad thing. A lot of men, too. (laughs) I wouldn't know about that, but that's okay. (laughs) So, Nicholas, on to the young. You're stepping in. Uh, You know, I would say you got big shoes to fill. you know, you, you're the son of the owner of the company. I mean, what it, what is the pressure on you? I got to say, it's got to be unbelievable that you, you know, are you getting much people that say, no, I want to deal with your father and not you? And is there any anything to that that, you know, you're the kid that grew up in this and, you know? No, not really. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I feel no pressure because, 
everything I'm doing and everything that I, I try to do, I listen to my dad. And so the way that we run our company and the way that in the future, the way our company is going to run is even again, like if my father, if my, when my father's here, when he's not here with us any longer, he's killed you off twice on this podcast. So <laughs> it's going to, it's going to continue. It's going to continue yeah. that way because I listen to my dad. And so, no, you're, you're going to be around for a long time. <laughs> right? yeah. But my point is, is that the whole thing is with our family is, is that we're going to continue to run the company. And my, my goal is, is to carry my father's dream and to continue to do what we have been doing and what we are doing today for the future because it's completely sustainable. Right. Our relationships with our customers, the way we make cigars, putting quality before quantity. And, and it, it sounds simple, but there's there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts. But the whole thing is, we got to stay grounded, we got to stay humble, and continue to do what we're doing because it's sustainable for many, many years. Yeah, the growth has been uh, unbelievable. Um, and Dave, he's come up with some great ideas. I, I'm proud of him. The ideas that I were actually against, like our four pack sampler, that was really something that. He had come up with with the, the displays. On I remember it because I said, "Yeah, he's losing it. I, I don't like this idea at all." And you said, "Please take it in." I took it in. I sold it out very quickly, and I didn't buy it again. And then you're like, "It didn't work." And I go, "No, it sold out. I'm I'm done." You know, I did it. You asked me to do it. I did it. And he said, "No, no, put it in." My thought was, and as wrong as it was, it was going to hurt my box sales that somebody would grab a bag and. It's going to end up hurting the box sales. And you said, watch it, pay attention to it, check, check the numbers, see what ends up happening. And I would look into these customers and it, because three stores are going on at the same time. And there's the guy bought, bought the box and he bought a bag. So he doesn't have to open the box on his ride home or on the golf course. It's crazy. It yeah. doesn't make sense, but it's 100% true. I, I was wrong, too. I thought the same thing, and he was right. So what happened was just yesterday I was I was at the Seabrook store, and a guy bought a box of Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, and he said, you know why I bought this box? And I said, what? He said, I bought a four-pack, and I liked that cigar in the uh, four-pack, and he ended up buying boxes. And one of the things, and you were right, the salesmen that sell the most boxes are the ones who sell the most bags. And I never thought that was happening. I thought exactly like you did. I was totally against it. And then he said something. He said, give me a shot. And it's hard for me when a guy says, can you give me a shot? I'm He's always vested at that point. Yeah, I'm always going to give you a shot if you, if you ask me to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? And you were right. And thanks for paying for yourself. So there we go. <laughs> Nick, you, you, you have to obviously deal with a lot of retailers, and it's a lot of type A personalities. And I'm going to specifically speak about Dave here and ask you about Dave. What's it like dealing with him when you ask him the favor and say, can you take in these four-pack sampler bags? And he says yes, but he only said yes because you got the favor the one time. What's it like transitioning him into making the buy again? Well, I think because Dave – the relationship we have, we've done business for so many years. I think he trusts me. And uh, I think that's an important thing. And he knows I'm not going to lie to him. And I think that's been really kind of the best thing that's happened to us with retailers around, around the country. I had a, a big retailer. Pro prove them wrong. You know, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Prove me wrong that I, I don't think this is going to do it. Unless well, you work only, for him. We have to prove him right. That's a different, after right. I've, <laughs> different after thing. After I've decided on the thing. But, but and you were good enough to let Nicholas fail if that was going to end up happening he proves you wrong and you're happy about it right yeah it's one of the hard things about owning a company i i we've had brands that i knew were going to fail i knew they were but i have to let 
you have to give rope to your people sometimes so they can see what failure is yeah and whether it be sizes or or so on but i deal with with many retailers that are a type personalities that the people will tell you they're extremely difficult and i find them to be very easy to deal with and one time i asked a, a very large retailer you know you're known as being so difficult but every time i talk to you you just say yes and he said i trust you right. i don't trust a lot of these guys and to me that was the biggest compliment yeah. because when you're when you're disingenuous or you lie, um, it's always going to come back to bite you. You know, a lot of people love certain cigars we have that have years on them. It'll have ninety one or whatever, and then we run out of them and we don't sell them anymore. We retire the brands, <laughs> yeah. and people go, "I'm so mad at you that you don't have this brand." Why? And I said, "Because I ran out of the tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's why it had a vintage year. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna." come up with a band with a vintage year. And I've seen some of these brands have been out for decades. I'm like, when is this tobacco going to end? Right. And you know that. It yeah. It's just a band. And I just don't want to do that. That's why it takes us three to five years to come out with a brand because we're really working on it. Cause we want something different. We're not going to do that. Listen, I got to sleep good at night. You know, I believe by the, I believe in the golden rule. Yeah. And what am I teaching my son? Yeah. If I do something like that. Right. And what am I, what am I doing to you guys as the consumers? If I do something like that, it's, it's wrong and I'm not going to do it. So um, it's worked out good with me. I just, I'm just honest. Yeah. And that works. Nicholas, did you figure out your superpower yet? So, you know, you got to do everything. I understand. Uh, Everybody has to do everything. And then as time goes on, you figure out this is what core best at. This is my core competence. I'm best at it. And this is what I want to do. I'll do everything also, but this one's going to rely on me. Is there anything that you say? Because you, you've done it all now at this point, from through the, through the factory, on the farms. You know, you could have ended up in saying, you know what, I want to live in Nicaragua. I want to be with the tobacco. This is my thing. Or I'm with the sales folks. I love sales. This is what I want to do. I want to be in the office. Is there, a, is there something? I love it all, but I, I think if, if there's one thing that, you know, I, I'm strong in, is building my relationships with whether it be with our consumers, our retail partners, yeah. and even our and even our our, our workers. Um, just working with people. The thing that I've learned from my dad, and and I and I pray to God that I'll be able to, and it'll be probably one of the most difficult things that he's been able to do. I've never seen a, a person build a better team, whether it be in the United States here, whether it's our sales team, our team in Miami distribution side, whether it's our team in Nicaragua. Um, he just he gets people and he and my dad knows how to read people my dad knows how to build people really stretch people make them better yeah, yeah. and it's through it's through grinding it's tough it's not easy but my whole thing is is that and he does it through his relationships how he communicates with people gives people chances makes people better gives them rope and so the whole thing is is that i think that hopefully that's the that's probably the toughest task for me in the future once people start retiring and things like that, right. as time goes on. But you know, the whole thing is, is that I think, I think what I've learned from him is is the relationships and how to connect with people. Because I truly love people, and I and I love our industry, I love our company, and so uh, to me, it's second nature. You know, yeah. it's, it's you you must have had a new employee since you've been there from ground. He's the very beginning, and you're building this guy up from the ground up, uh, and try to envision that he's going to be one of these superstars. Is is that part of the thing, almost coaching. Sure. The, sure. The, I would say, you know, our national sales manager, Ralph Valdez, who works, who I work with every day, he retired from, 
from the Hialeah Police Department, and he started working with us. And uh, I really, he started hitting the phones. He was special, really tremendous phone calls, great quality phone calls, really great customer service. I said, man, very sharp, great shape. I said, dad, this is a guy that we could put eventually and, and have him on the road. Part of our army, along with you know my dad, Arthur, myself, this is a guy who, who we need to move up because he's just, he's got the, the, you know, the it factor. And so he's been with us and he's our national sales manager. And, and that's a guy that, um, you know, I'm really proud of, but that's someone that I really wanted to put my my focus in on the sales side and build him up, and he's done a really fantastic job. Okay, right now it's time for the Fave Five, and that's brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five, brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe Cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Nicholas, flip that. Uh, there's a little on switch on the bottom of that button. Okay. You guys all have a little buzzer in front of you. I'm going to ask a question, and if you know the answer to it or you have an answer to it, click your button, and the first person that answers is going to give their answer. This is like Family Feud. And then the other people can try to get a better uh, choice. Jonathan the, didn't the, give me a button because I've been winning too much. There we go. <laughs> so so it'll just be uh, you three that's up there. And the question is, what is the most common destination for a bachelor party? Strip club. And strip club is not on the list. This is a destination. Who are you polling? This is not a destination. Raise your hand in, the, in our live studio audience if that's the correct answer. It's a geographic destination. Everybody had their destination. Hand no, you didn't say geographical. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee is not Las on the Vegas. list. Las Vegas is number one. Nicholas wins it. Las Vegas Ooh. is number one. Is that where you had your bachelor party? No. No. I was there. I wasn't at the bachelor party, but I was in, the, I was in Miami. Miami comes in at number two. Miami's the second place. I object to the line of questioning. Number three was New Orleans. Cancun comes in fourth. And Dina Cancun. is disgusted with you right now. Thanks for making that mistake to open up the question so I could understand. <laughs> there we go. I'll start hitting the button as soon. And Atlantic City comes in last place. Atlantic City, terrible place. Mm. Have you ever gone to Atlantic City? Yes. That is a carnival type of atmosphere, <laughs> but I guess at a bachelor party. Did you have a bachelor party when you yes, got I married? Did. You didn't? I didn't. I, I eloped. Oh, wow. Yeah, I eloped. I got married in Jamaica. My dad did my bachelor party. It was incredible. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you have a bachelor party, Ed Sullivan? Kind of. You got married twice. Yeah. <laughs> by, by, by the second time, it was just is that it or no? dinner yeah. with friends. Okay. And did you have a bachelor party? No. No? No. Bachelor parties. Um, but Nashville. Uh, yeah, I thought I saw all these girls going to Nashville. I yeah. thought, yeah, oh, I bachelor, think, well, that would be a bachelorette party. I'm sorry. What the, Maybe see, that's we both, we both misunderstood the I question. I misunderstood. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> because I made a mistake. Somebody didn't read it right. All right. Uh, Perdomo 20th. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, what do you think of Perdomo 20th? You smoke it often. 
I do. Uh, and uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised to hear Nick say that the 20th Sun Grown is his favorite because it has been my favorite until the 30th came out. And I mean, I'll, I'll even smoke the Churchill. I'm not a Churchill smoker. I like to smoke multiple cigars during the day and bounce around. So I gravitate toward the Robusto, but it's sold out first. So, so 20th, the favorite. I would say the 10th is the biggest seller. Yes. And now we have the 30th, which is very, very, which is the biggest launch in cigar history, I would go on to say. How about, so I'm, I'm touting this because I got a lot of them and I got you and I'm, my, the edge was on, on my side for sure. But I heard you say retailers were reordering before their order arrived. Yeah, we had so few retailers. Sometimes more is less. So what I did this week, is I called retailers, first of all, to thank them for their business. But the second thing was also to let them know that the cigars would be on their doorsteps this Friday. And people are about seven, 70% of the people said, I'd like to place a reorder. I said, you don't understand the cigars are coming this Friday. Yeah, You don't have them yet. You don't have them yet. And they said, no, I want to place a reorder. We've pre-sold all of them. We have nothing. So, it's the biggest launch in our history, bar none. Um, we've sold over over a quarter million cigars in three days. It's been <laughs> nuts. And um, this is astronomical numbers, yeah. folks. So, so you can just just understand that there are whole companies that don't do that in a year. I yeah. did four times my record. Uh, I was hoping to do the record, break the record, four times the record, and who knows what it would be if I had more. But I'm going to sell more. I'm going to sell more to the Cigar Authority yeah. listeners. Uh, Nick, a common question here is, are, are there any plans for packs of the 30th at some point? Not at this time. Look, it's such a special cigar. And I understand cost because it's a box at 30th. But look, you deserve it. Step it up, I think, in, in a lot of instances. I think this is, a, this is a product that's box worthy, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And I think the people that are buying the boxes are really enjoying them. And I'm very humbled. I mean, look, people buying these cigars sight unseen, consumers out there. See, they walk in a sealed yeah. box and they say, I'll, I'll buy it. And it's a and box of 30 yeah. cigars. I, I think people forget, you can make your own pack. Just pick up a couple of each wrapper, decide what you like, and then purchase the box. But that's yeah. where you go to trust, right? You trust, trust the retailer saying, okay, I'm going to get that from you because we trust you but then the consumer trusts you also yeah it's unbelievable i think it's all the years of road work that we did where we got to meet our consumers yeah um it's it's humbling to say the least that people trust you that much it's like when we go to the trade show we used to bring so many samples and then we would bring so many samples back and then we stopped and we we started diluting the amount of samples and we'd get an order from from you and I would say, would you like to try it after you placed your order? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And now seeing the consumers that trust us so much, and one of the great things that we always hear is the consistency of the product, and that's because of, of, of the great job that that our teams do in Nicaragua and our our sales team in, in the United States. It's uh, it's a blessing, but I still lead like I'm from behind. I don't take any of that for granted. Yeah, I don't think I'm on top of the world. I'm working harder now than ever. Because my job at my stage of my career is to continue pleasing our consumers and building more and more confidence with the sales staffs around the retail world. And uh, I think our consumers see that. Well, also, too, you, you have a legacy, and that's the next phase is if you were to start coasting now, 
at the, at the tail end here, the, the rest of the staff is going to start to coast as well. If you put into overdrive, they're going to see that. Lead by example. No it's spot right. on, Jonathan. That's exactly what it is. And I, I don't want to take anything for granted. I'm, I'm always on my heels like I'm from behind, like I said earlier. And I think that propels us. And I think our staff is the same way. We're yeah. more dedicated now than ever. Yeah, absolutely true. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're about 130 days away from the PCA trade show. The most talked about cigar was Perdomo 30th last year. Here it is. What is the future hold? Are they going to come out with something different? It's We're only a few days into this, this other product, and we're that close away from a trade show. Uh, we're going to light up. Um, the Cigar of the Future, the 30th anniversary that's right here. And uh, we'll be back and talk more about that when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. 
I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers, 7th and 8th priming Lijero, just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos, a dark, oily San Andreas wrapper, a great binder from Mexico, and then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th, looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice. Uh, it is rich and decadent. You're gonna try one and you're gonna fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado, rightly so. I hope you enjoy it, I love it, and I promise you, this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know... There is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused. While the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars. Use authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red West Tampa cigars. It's passion with a purpose. Here we go. Not that I haven't had a whole bunch of them this week, but uh, it's still, still exciting. Uh, and I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to cut. I'm smoking the uh, Perdomo Maduro 30th anniversary torpedo, and normally most people cut down to the shoulders of it because you can't get a good drawer out of a torpedo, but a Perdomo torpedo is very different. You're only going to cut a quarter of it. So what do we have here, Jonathan? Explain Well, the Dave, cigar. today's second cigar is the Perdomo 30th anniversary torpedo Maduro. It is manufactured in Nicaragua by the folks at Perdomo Cigars. The size we're smoking is a 7x54 torpedo. It is wrapped in a 15-year-old Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. The binder is Nicaraguan. The fillers are Nicaraguan. A single is going to set you back $14.19, while a box of 30 is $377.99, dropping the single price down to just $12.60. On twoguyscigars.com, if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, click the uh, notify me button because I think they're sold out. Uh, on twoguyscigars.com, that's the number two, guyscigars.com. 
Okay, once again, beginning today, right now at this moment, you can buy any box of Perdomo 30th Anniversary, a full box of Perdomo 30th Anniversary, any size, any wrapper color. You're going to get one single of each other wrapper and a link to the exclusive video of the question and answer launch party that we had with Nicholas Perdomo. This offer expires November 30th. You have to put Bruno in the comment section as you're checking out, and then we'll know that you watch the show, and that's why you're buying it, because other people are buying it, but the only people that are going to get this deal are the people listening to this. If the product isn't available to you right now, just wait until Tuesday or Wednesday, the latest, and as Jonathan said, you can hit notify me to remind you to do that. Or you get lucky, go on there in the size you're looking for, and the wrapper is there right now. So uh, take a look anyway, twoguyscigars.com. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting brought to you by who else? Then Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. And you did lower the price, and I know it's been a long time, but you never brought it back. You keep, this is a continuation of that. So it seems like I'm talking about something from a long time ago. But he actually, and you and Arthur, we had phone calls till, and you don't know, no, I don't stay up till midnight. <laughs> but we had a few nights in a row talking till midnight because you're going to take the biggest risk of your life. And you were concerned if it looked like you're lowering the price, it will look like maybe you're not doing well and that's why you're doing it, because, but it wasn't the case. You said, I want to, I want to do this, but I don't want it to make, it look, make us look weak because we're doing it. The opposite happened. Yeah, during the uh, S-chip crisis, we decided we'd absorb the S-chip tax, and we also decided we would drop the price of our most popular cigars into three years behind. And the reason we did it was during the Obama times, the economy was in the tank and people were struggling and people enjoy cigars. They savor them. They don't, they don't, it's not a cigarette or a hot dog or a beer that they need. So we were cognizant about that, but it was, it was a huge risk. We had to grow our company by 21% just to break even from the previous year. If we stayed at the same production numbers, but what happened was we went on a campaign called S chip busters I think our retailers really appreciate it. and we expanded in all the humidors, and uh, it, it ended up being a great move for us. Yeah, and, you know, when I see a great move, you know, somebody makes some sort of size that does some sort of tobacco, and you see a, the copycat effect happen, and everybody does the same thing after that. <laughs> Nobody has still copied you. No, they won't. The, no, they won't. No. <laughs> the, the, the risk factor of saying, you know, will it will it do it? But I, I think it, it's a real nice thing to do the con, to the consumer during a bad time, tough yeah. times. Uh, and, you know, I, I remember back of that Mr. Mom, the movie Mr. Mom. Do you remember that? Sure. If, if you go back into the 80s and look at that movie, they lowered the price of the tuna because mm -hmm. times were tough. And this was some – the, the, the wife came with this crazy idea, and they said, this is ridiculous. We're going to lower our price to grow our business. It sounds insane, but it, 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 it's true, and it worked. Lower the price to grow your company. It works. My yeah. dad always said small margins guarantee you stay in business and hogs get slaughtered. There we go. And when people are, are struggling, you gotta you got to help out. But we've also been very good. We're good stewards of our money. The company's debt-free, and we wanted to pass that savings on to our consumers and also for our retailers. They were struggling too. So 
it worked out good. Sometimes I think it hurts us because we, we have an excellent product. Look, that cigar's got 15-year-old filler binder and wrapper. I have it all certified from our 7-8 crop. A lot of manufacturers will charge you $50 for a cigar sure. like that. Minimum. You know it well, both of you guys. Yeah. You've been in the industry a long time. So, um, This was your time to make a $30 cigar, and you made it. Twelve to fourteen dollars. This was the time. He didn't he, even go half. You went less than half. He could have went to thirty. And when I heard the thirty was coming out, and we were seeing all cigars so expensive at the trade show, what is the price going to be? And I, I was actually shocked. It, it's less than half the price of what it could be. Less than half the price. And you would have sold it. You're right. Yes, once. Yes, uh, not as much as we're, we're selling. I think the consumers see the bang for their buck. I think the retailers see the bang for their buck. And the reason we only opened up such less than 1% of our retailers around the country, Dave, was because we wanted to make sure that our retailers would be in in-stock position at all the time. So this is an ongoing production, but it's going to be an ongoing production to a small amount of retailers. And I really believe, and Nicholas was talk, talking to me about it last night, that less is more. And uh, look, we have a brand called 12-Year Double H Vintage, 133 stores. We do almost a million cigars with that little amount of stores. That just tells you that I wanted something, I hate the word exclusive, but I wanted something where very few people had it and people could really focus in on it. And our consumers could find the cigars in different in different areas, or they could order them from you, order them from, from others. And it's, it's worked good for us. You'd agree with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Much pushback of angry other retailers of why don't I have it or well, what do I, I have to do to become a better customer? No, it's other? not even about it's not even about the dollars. What it is 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 that you know you have core brands and you know when you look at our tenth anniversary, twentieth anniversary, Perdomo Habano, Perdomo Lot Twenty Three, these are brands that make us and made us the company we are today. So when you look at brands like thirtieth anniversary, for example, twelve year double H vintage, these are smaller, you know. Tw- 12-year has, there's only 100 accounts. Per almost 30th anniversary, we have only 75 accounts, and that's because of the inventories of tobaccos that we have. So, And I understand everybody wants new and things like that, but why would I sell you a brand? Then this is going to be a monstrous brand, no doubt about it, but why, if, you're, if you're missing a wrapper sizes of my four core brands, why, that's what I want to focus yes. in on because that has, because at the end of the day, It'll it'll make you more money as a retailer, and and th- and then eventually we can get there. But I'm not going to sell my cherry coke before my coke diet coke coke zero yeah. or sprite. Just not going to do it. And that's not and it's irresponsible for us to do that because at the end of the day we're partners, and that's that's really our mantra. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We're going to light our cigar today with the Cyclone by Vertigo. By the so- way, I took a cold draw on my little cut on it. It seems perfect. The draw. We will see. Go ahead. Little, uh, just a very subtle dry cocoa on the cold draw, Nick. <laughs> We're lighting our cigar today with the Cyclone by Vertigo featuring a flip top, three jets, and the patented Vertigo big ass tank, practically indetectable by TSA. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $12.99 or two for $20 at twoguyscigars.com. Nobody's asked, telling you to break the law in this. We have the disclaimers. It's the not a law. It's right. a rule. Okay. They're not a governing body. Hmm. TSA is just, it's a rule. You, you made a DuPont lighter for this cigar. Only 30 of them is what we did. And instead of selling them 
what I'm thinking about doing is doing a raffle, kind of like we did with the 20th anniversary in the Habano Humidor, where people could get raffle tickets to, to be in instead of buying this extremely expensive. It's got the Chinese lacquer. It's, it's beautiful. And uh, I wanted just our 30th accounts. We're only going to do 30 of them, believe it or not, even though we have 75 retailers. Some guys might not want it. That's what we're banking on. It was really hard to get ST DuPont to make only 30 lighters, right. too. That was one of the hard. Arthur did a great job on that. And see what we can do, and, and I think it'll benefit by guys being able to taste and try the cigars, and then have, have a lucky winner in, in, the, in the stores that'll, that are going to be able to have them. How does an idea like that start? And you mentioned last night, um, you kind of put Nicholas through the paces. Nobody was tougher on him than you were, and he eventually, after seven or eight years, earned his position in the circle of trust. How does something like uh, commissioning St. Dupont to make thirty lighters? How does an idea like that start? Is it just someone has an idea and they start to run with it, or is there a panel? Well, we talk about it in our inner circle, and what we want to do, we think St. Dupont makes the highest end lighter. We can all agree with that. And this brand is so special to us, we decided we wanted, and they were approaching us, Les Man approached us on that, and I thought it was a great idea. I think the brand is deserving of that that type of, of lighter. I think it's... Shout out to Les Man, by the way. Know, he listens every week. He's my friend. And uh, and I thought it was worthy of it, and it did. And the torpedo is so special to me because that's what kind of put us on the map. Um, you know, Sarah Gonzalez was famous. She made the Monte Cristo number two in Cuba, and... We always love torpedoes, and uh, it's a, it's an elegant cigar. It's really easy to smoke. You know, it tapers in your mouth. It's like smoking a forty-four ring gauge, but you get this flavor from a fifty-four, and it's such a beautiful cigar. And unfortunately, a lot of people, everybody had that rounded head back yeah. in the days. I had this artillery shell. Everybody started copying, but they were crossed a bunch, and people still don't know how to make the cigar right. And I I started seeing the sales start tumbling down and I, I said are we doing something wrong and they said i would call retailers and they say no the problem is the other people make the it's torpedoes true. and they and they don't draw yeah. and, and then they think that all torpedoes don't draw so it can hurt you but this is this is the the sku that i love and um i hope people really get to enjoy it and get to get to try the torpedo because it's special yeah. and you got to do what what i'm doing because you know you wouldn't believe it unless you you do it it's just cut a little bit of it and you say well it does draw but it's never happened before mm-hmm. that it's always yeah. you can always cut more if you you think you had to but you don't but if you want to if you'd say i want a little more yeah you can you can but you don't have to cut it some people cut it an inch you really don't have you, to cut you a saw quarter it happen. Inch. yeah and I, i'm like guys i want you to enjoy the nuances of the torpedo you really don't have to cut that much off just a quarter inch if you want a little more circumference you can go a little bit but you can just shave it down but it's it's not that it it, the cigars are all draw tested they draw no matter what but you don't really have to chop so far down on it you know so we have a couple of people uh special people uh listening in today i want to uh make note of lucy's watching right i saw that that uh Mm. Uh, Nicholas's daughter, Nick's granddaughter, is actually watching the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I saw the picture. There's the the uh, crib, and she's watching in. That's crazy. But this is on video. Maybe a few years from now, she understands. And he, here she is. So hi, hi Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> hi sweetie. Um, and Piper's Heaven in Lafayette, Louisiana is watching. There's a whole group of people watching in, which is great. Uh, Renee has been in business longer than I have. I've never met him. We have to actually get together. He wants to meet you. You're, 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 you're a rock star to him. So, uh, 
Yeah, he does. Janine's listening, and a lot of people are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, so you had me at um, dinner the night before the trade show opened. Uh, honored to be there. You've had me at the closing end before with just your, your staff and me. I'm like, what am I doing here? But uh, it's it's awesome in hearing the how the show did and everything. But this one was the opposite. I want you before the show uh, happens. And um, Nicholas and Arthur was there, Arthur Kemper, and they were almost looked a little nervous of what was going on. And I, I didn't know what was happening. And what was happening is they were going to present you with the 30th anniversary at the trade show, mm-hmm. where it was the next morning was going to be out there for the whole world. And I'm like, or gonna, not, because it was the first time you were ever going to see it. And yeah, and the- Nick loves a surprise. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I actually do, but not this one. You yeah. know. So I'm sitting across from the tables. It happens, and um, Nicholas gets up and says what he says, and Arthur talks about it too. And then all of a sudden, they bring the box out and they present it. And he, and here's the photograph of the moment that ended up happening. I took my phone out and I just took a quick picture because you guys were looking at it for the first second. And I wanted to see, is there a smile on your face? Is there whatever? Your hand initially goes right over to it. Uh, both of you have your glasses on looking at it. I mean, this is the first time they, at the moment they saw it. And I said, oh my God, this is like a historic What's second. going on in your mind at that <laughs> point right there, Nick? First, uh, and I'll ask the same question to Nicholas after. I was proud and I was blown away. The cigar... I knew it was special. I couldn't even go into the trade show booth. They wouldn't let me go in because they didn't want to show me the product. And this is the first time in history of the company I've never been involved in every single aspect. And the packaging, of course, is important. But I was blown away. And when they showed the, the humidor that we that we made, that our box company made, where three of them will be given to every retailer to sell, I was just I was blown away. Job well done. Uh, job well done to Arthur, too. It was it was it was phenomenal Nicholas, what's going on through in your mind as that's that's playing out well it was awesome i mean it was uh it was, it was really, awesome it was awesome you weren't shitting your pants no. i was shitting my pants for them i'll tell you that <laughs> no i know this guy too no i remember when arthur showed it to me and um you know because he wanted to surprise the whole family but at that point i think the surprise was too much for him and i think it was almost therapeutic for him to show me the brand because he wanted to get some feedback. He was literally going to wait until the show, not only just to show my dad, but to show literally everyone. And so he showed it to me about a month prior. I looked at it. I was like, my goodness, I've never seen so many details. And, oh, yeah. You know, just, it was unbelievable. And um, just just the attention to detail. But seeing you, know, you being there um, really made it even more special because – you know, we were planning dinners like we do every year, yeah. and uh, I said, "Man, we got to have Dave there." And uh, oh Arthur's God. like, "Man, you think?" I said, "Dave's got to see it too." The he's, most he's important the detail family. that was absolutely nailed, and I'm telling you this as a guy who works the retail floor every day. You, the customer cannot find the cigar they smoke every week because the font is weird; it's too small. On that one. The brand, Perdomo 30th, giant letters. You almost couldn't get bigger. You left just enough space. What is the wrapper and what is the size? It is all clearly listed, labeled. It's stackable. It's a, There's shelf, no to- bevel it's a shelf talk with itself. By itself. That, that is the most important detail for me, the guy who has to sell it, that the, cu- the customer can find it in my humidor. Sure. 
Sure. I mean, and, and that's the whole thing. It's it's being able to stretch out the words Perdomo, being able to do all that, but keeping the elegance of the brand. And that's yeah. something that we've been able to accomplish. So uh, very important. Great job. Unbelievable. We've, we've even worked with the wood so we could kiln it down to half, which is 3%, so we could make it as light as possible. So it would save on the shipping cost mm. to the retailer because we bring everything in a container. It doesn't matter how much yeah. it weighs. But we, they thought of everything yeah. to, try to, to try not to bring any cost up and so on and what so on. What about the color of that box? You said there's no, there's no Pantone for that. No. They, uh, they created that. Yeah, they created that. The, the, the red, it's got like an orange hue to it. They created the blue. There's a hue. Yeah. Vrydag flew four times from Holland to Miami to work on this with these guys in the office, and I couldn't go in. And it was driving me freaking nuts, yeah. to be honest with you. I'm not a micromanager, but I want to see the stuff, you know right. what I mean? Because I'm into the packaging of the product. It was torture for me. I remember one time Stefan came in from Vrydag and I got in my car and drove off because I was just yeah I couldn't take around, it. Right? I couldn't be around. That's I'm like the folks in Holland that make the bands that make our the bands. bands. Yeah, but the they they flew in from from Eindhoven and they were working on the paints because they had told me about this because I couldn't go in the office. They they locked me out. I owned the damn company. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, you know. But they really wanted to surprise me. It was it was touching for my wife and I. I mean, if you see that in the dinner, I was blown away and just all the details. The coins that you saw around, those were the coins that H. Upman and Partigas had won at the time where my family were, were working in those factories. They wanted, they thought of every single detail, and it was, uh, it brought a tear to my eye, to yeah. say the least. I, I got emotional. It was, we love this. Yeah, yeah. And we knew the cigar was great, but the job the guys did was, it yeah. was tough. It just shows, look, you know, you know what I think? They the learned from you. They learned. Well, I learned from them, too. And I think the mark of a great CEO is when you become almost irrelevant. My team is so good that I almost feel like I'm useless. And that's okay because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted, Yeah, I want to do it. It's not about getting the credit. It's about getting the job done, President Reagan said. And he was absolutely right. And I'm proud of what we built our team. You know, we talked earlier about longevity. The average worker's been with my company for 20 years and seven months. And it's not like I have 20 workers. We have over 6,000 employees. So I've been to 794 retirements. And that's the consistency of our brand is because we don't have turnover. We have consistency in our in our workforce and i'm i'm proud of that and uh i'm proud of my team and yeah. uh i'm blessed yeah there's nothing like it right now it's time to ask the dawn from dawn rafael cigars it's time to ask the dawn brought to you by dawn rafael cigars dawn rafael cigars are premium cigars Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Hasib writes, I'm trying to put on a cigar event in one of the most anti-cigar states, Washington. Here we go again. It will be on private land, so I have that going for me. Does the Don know how I can get a hold of reps for different companies, or is there another way to do this? 
I've put on small events, 10 to 15 people before, and I'm trying to do this one for 100. Any advice would help. Also, do you know anyone hiring for an HR manager in the cigar business? Let me know. Um, I, th- I think you have to go to a retailer, right? You should be going to a retailer in Washington because you don't have a tobacco license to begin with, so you can't make any purchases right. or do anything. It's you know one thing that they're not allowing smoking. It's, a, it's another thing, breaking the law uh, of taxation and things that happen in that state. So uh, go to your favorite brick and mortar that's local to there, and uh, you, you're going to have to partner with him and uh, say, this is what I want to do, and... Certainly, I you know uh, they they should jump on an opportunity of a hundred people uh, getting getting around that. But uh, Washington State, man, guys have it so tough that uh, maybe the worst now, worse than California, even Washington State. California is <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. It, it, so Nicholas, I'm going to ask you. Uh, this is out. The trade show is coming. I'm going to go to the trade show, even though this is as new as can be, but it's only 130 days away from now, but that's how a retailer goes to the trade show. What else do you have? What's new? <laughs> do I just give you a sheet of his, what I want to order, or is there something for me to look at? This year, no. There'll be nothing? No. Okay. No. There's things in the works, but yeah, I know. this year, no. <laughs> I think we have enough. Oh, you have more than enough. Yeah, I think we have enough. I think we don't need to... Look, it's not about what's new. It's about what's great. I never wanted to buy the new model car because there's going to be defects, right, sometimes. It doesn't happen as much in, in great cigar manufacturing, but it can happen. But how about, tr- you know, try and proven cigars have been around for decades. When you have brands like Champagne and Habano and Lot 23, and, and I mean, 20th Anniversary is one of my youngest brands. It's been out for 11 years. It's right. all about longevity, right? So I, I, I was just telling you a story. I was at a retailer in Miami, and a, a guy said, I've been smoking your cigars for 20 years. Is there anything you recommend? And I said, what's new? I said, have you ever tried Perdomo Reserve Champagne, a brand that's been out for 24 years? He said, I haven't. I said, well, it's new to you. And I think the retailer has to start doing that because not everybody has smoked everything in our portfolio. We have a, a tremendous amount of SKUs. And most of our retailers have about 70% of our SKUs in all the stores. So there's always something new. Not everybody, you guys here in the audience, you haven't smoked every single Pernomo made. So if you haven't, it's a new cigar to you. But one of the great things is imagine smoking a cigar that's been out for decades. That means it's selling very well. Okay, the average lifespan of a cigar, you guys probably know better than me, but I remember talking to Eric Newman. It's about a year. Everybody just keeps throwing stuff. It's actually less than a year. It takes a year to discontinue it. Yeah, okay, there you go. You can tell after three months if if it's going to have legs. But it's not about throwing things against the wall. It's about having consistency and having a product. I want you to have a product that you can sell for decades, you know. All right, we're going to take a break again. Uh, When we come back, we have mail to get to, three of them. We're going to pick a best mailbag, and somebody's going to win a prize. And lots more. Stick around. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean, Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, 
what could be a better passion project. We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. We'll never take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. Wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. 
It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Hi, everyone. This is Rainier Lorenzo from HVC Cigars Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Unite Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red. It's West Tampa Cigars, passion with a purpose. A quick reminder, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year pack is still available, $99.99. It's 10 cigars. You can find that on twoguyscigars.com. Perdomo Cigars, I think, might be the only company that has won twice. 1998, it was the La Tradition Perdomo Reserve X, which was a torpedo, because we were blown away by it now, and I'm only reliving it all this time of your, your torpedoes are different than everybody else's. And again, 22 years later, and I, I heard it all 20, 22 years of it, that, um, you know, it's been a long time since the last time we won. It was 2020 with the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. And I may be uh, smoking the 2024 Cigar of the Year. Uh, it's the Perdomo 30th anniversary we were smoking. Uh, Jonathan, you smoked all three wrappers now. I think I've smoked 12 out of the 15 cigars available. Oh, you I did every size still. Yeah. Okay, so I laid off the Gordos because they sold so friggin' quick. I was able to get Robustos and everything when we first opened everything up, so I grabbed the first 3. Okay. And st- you got you got a wrapper preference? I do. And there's a it's it's first place and second place. First place is Sungrown. Second place is Maduro and Connecticut. And I can't even believe, because I don't smoke Connecticut. And you've explained it, uh, that you guys do the extra fermentation and you take that bitter tannic flavor note out of the Connecticut by doing that extra work in the pre-industry. And that's the only that's the only way I could explain it, because I, you just don't taste the bitterness. There's a sweet, almost creamy component oh, yeah, it's good. to that Connecticut. And yet, the filler has some body to it and a, and a little extra almost peppery component that I really enjoy. If I were blindfolded, I might end up picking the Connecticut over the others, but I, you, you kind of buy with your eyes and I like sun grown. So I got Connecticut followed by Maduro followed by sun grown. And how See, about you? Adam? Everybody's different. I've got sun grown Connecticut and okay. the Maduro. Although now that I'm smoking the Maduro again, yeah, it may change. Yeah, it's great. So that that's not a problem to have when people can't even figure out which one is the best one. It's not a best one. It's a which one do you want? I love it. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> All right, we got a prize to give away, Mr. Jonathan. Yes, we do. This week's email of the week is brought to you by the folks at H. Upman. They're giving away a bottle of the Banker Perrier, a credit card wallet, a bracelet, a coin, and a flyer. <laughs> Following message is uh, submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Derek writes a book, so I'm truncating this. Good. Cigar Authority team, it's almost that time of year when I look forward to ordering two of the Cigar of the Year contender packs when they come out. They're out. He wrote this before that. Given how much I enjoy the pack every year and how much I enjoy this debate, I figured why not throw my opinion out there for you to consider. The way I see it, Each year, your award is actually the Rookie of the Year and not the Cigar of the Year. Ah. By including only new cigars, you exclude 
several cigars that may smoke better, taste better, or even sell better. It's true. I know what Dave is going to say, and it wasn't. <laughs> that's true. Oh. Uh, how can I never you thought award, of it that way. How can you award a cigar of the year to a cigar that's been on the market for years, maybe even decades? Dave has, on previous shows, used the car example. How can the Toyota Camry be named the 2023 Car of the Year when Toyota has making that, been making that model since 1982? So if I were in charge, and obviously I'm not, I would lean into this and change the award to the Rookie of the Year and make sure everybody knows that it is the best. But what's the movie of the year? It can't be The Godfather because that was 72. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and That's what, he, what is the song of the year? It has to be something that came out hmm. that year. And the problem with this is not a contender because it came out too late. Uh, we put a deadline of October 1st, so we have to remember this because it's in for 2024 of the year. So that's Derek, and uh, that's him arguing about uh, the name of the contenders of the Cigar of the Year. Uh, Casey writes through the Contact Us page, Hello, gentlemen. My 50th birthday is coming up in January, and I need your help. I love cigars, but after getting introduced to your podcast years ago, you guys have brought my love cigars, love of cigars to a whole nother level. Because of you and the care package, I've been able to enjoy cigars I never would have heard of or even thought about trying. I use a Lotus Jaws cutter because of you. I do a cold draw because of you. I use a Vertigo lighter because of you. I even come up with ridiculous flavor notes because of you. Wait. Well, because of Jonathan. Is that Mr. Jonathan agreeing with me? Perfect. <laughs> so now with me turning the big 5-0, I want to smoke a special cigar for the occasion. I would love the Cigar Authority to pick out my 50th birthday cigar. I like all strengths, but gravitate to medium to full-bodied cigars. Guys, will you pick out the cigar that I will smoke to celebrate? Whatever cigar you pick, I will add it to the January care package and smoke it with great honor. Thank you for the best podcast around and helping me start my 50s in style. Easy, right? Perdomo 30th, Sun Grown. 30th for your 50th. Torpedo. That's what you I get would. the torpedo, yeah. That's a yeah, that's a slam dunk. And, you know, then just try the first one based on what wrapper you normally like and then go back and try the other two. You really then. should get because it's your fiftieth, you need to get all three and you need to make mm. the time to sit there Ooh. and smoke all I like three. That. Watching the Q and A that's available. <laughs> if if you go on to two guysagars.com you buy a box of them. We're going to give you the other two for free, and you're going to get a night out. Mm. Or you could buy multiple if you're going to sit with your buddies and go through the whole Q&A uh, with your friends. You can turn this into a whole party. A watch party. A whole watch party. Everybody, somebody could do that. We and can, there are watches mentioned in it. So We talk about watches <laughs> during the watch party. We do talk about watches. We do talk about watches. The thing I was blown away by, Nick, is how well you knew your whiskeys. You really... And stories of them. Oh, what is this? Oh, Whistle Pig. Let me tell you about this. And a story <laughs> yeah, of... I with, met the guy. Yeah. What, yeah. What the <laughs> and he sold for half a billion dollars. And the, the interesting thing of it, the company was not profitable. They it loved sold the name. for half a billion. They loved the name. Whistle Pig. Like, not, two words I would never put together mm. at all. Dave will sell the Garofalo brand for half a billion. I'm telling you right now, so just make him an offer. Mm. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> I don't know if I would do that. Okay, that is who? That was Casey. Casey. From Montana. Levi writes through the contact dust page of the CigarAuthority.com. Possible episode topic. Ah, I like these. 
This is going to put Nick and Nicholas on the spot here. Gentlemen, cigar taste is an individual thing, of course, but most Padron lovers still admit the Damaso is not a cigar they're interested in. As Aladino Corojo lovers might admit the classic, or Avo lovers the heritage, or Camacho smokers the Criollo. It almost seems like most quality manufacturers have one stick in their lineup that stands out and not in a good way. I'd love to hear you guys chat about that, although I realize it may not be a good topic given you don't want to say negative things about lines you carry, but it might also change to bad cigar, bad cigars from makers we love and make it more about sticks that you individually don't love from makers you otherwise do. It would make a fun episode, especially if you disagree with each other. Thanks for all you do, especially the Dos Ombre lineup, which, as far as I can tell, doesn't have a bad cigar in it or any that aren't an exceptional value. That's it's Levi. Interesting. On the Perdomo one, I'll tell you a misunderstood Perdomo line is Fresco. Mm. Fresco may look as a bundled cigar like other bundles that are out there, but it is not. It is in a bundle. And maybe maybe that, that's a wrong thing of, uh, although you have that custom of big, and on how well, how well it sells. By the but, metric shit ton, I bet. But the regular Perdomo customer, like, poo-poos it, like, looks at it as, oh, these are the um, seconds or things like that. But the, it's not. It's a high-quality product that's sold in a bundle at a cheaper price because there's no packaging. You're right. I just wanted to be in that segment. We made too good of a cigar for that segment, in my opinion. But that's all right. It, we wanted to do it for the person who wanted to start from the beginning with our brand and, and move up. But uh, it's a, a huge brand. It's not my favorite. It's a very low-margin brand for us because it's still $52 pound Connecticut Shade Wrapper. It's We find something that's got a, a mismatched color that we can't find where we color sort in a box. Those are the wrappers we'll use for Fresco, for example. If a binder has a split in it, it doesn't even affect anything because once you put the press, you're going you're gonna to split tobacco yeah. anyway on the inside. Nobody will even see it. We'll use that in, in a Fresco, but it's a wonderful cigar and Great a big cigar. bang for the, the buck. We the bourbon barrel-age the wrappers. Yeah, we bourbon barrel-age even yeah. the wrappers on, on Fresco. We do. The thing of it is it's a pendulum. So if your workers are working, you can't say, hey, you know, cut a corner here, cut a corner here. The pendulum goes that way. Every cigar is a 30th anniversary in the mindset of the worker. Yep. That way, it's always done. Even when we, when we pick tobacco, we're trying to pick every piece as it's a wrapper leaf, even though you only get about 16% of wrapper. Our curing barns are lined with visqueen. People look at it and compare, what are you doing this? This is like for wrapper. I just want to have everything to be the very best, whether it's a filler, a binder, and wrapper. I don't stack fillers in loose form where people grab it and they break it. I want the filler to be as whole as possible so that ash is perfect and it doesn't keep falling off and so on and so on so if you keep that pendulum in the right direction all the time all your workforce is working the same and they're working to be the best in everything they do regardless of price point there, there you have one cigar in your portfolio that pisses me off and it pisses me off because it's delicious but i have to put a 70 ring gauge in my mouth to smoke ah, <laughs> and, and that's and another one i say to consumers all the time Perdomo doesn't have any bullshit filler. There's other big ring gauges on the market where they're whether they're buying filler or what, but the blend in their 70 is way watered down flavor-wise from their 50 ring gauge. Yours is not. It tastes more Perdomo than any Perdomo out there, and I can't believe the price 
for yeah. a 70 ring gauge. And I honestly, I can, I hardly can keep them in stock. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge brand for us. It, and I wanted to, I, we don't water the water in the cigar down means that using sand leaves and stuff to make the bunch big. We don't do that. I want the people who smoke big ring gauge cigars to enjoy it too. I think we price it very well. It's about the average is about $2 a stick less than everybody else's. And it's not watered down. It has the best secos, it has the best visos, the best lijeros, all of them are 19 inches. It's it's painful for me when I see those rollers making that cigar because I can make upwards of two and a half cigars yeah. for what they make for one cigar. But there's a segment on that, and I want to be the best in every segment we can possibly be at. So we have to pick one of those. Uh, Derek, who uh, mentioned the Cigar of the Year, we have KC that was celebrating his 50th birthday, and then the uh, idea of that show, which was pretty good, uh, which was the best email to win a prize. Don't ask me. I think they were all good. They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a politician on me, Nick. No, not at all. I agree. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say the 50th birthday only because it's 50th birthday. So I'm going to give him, me, I'm only one vote. Jonathan has already picked the last guy. His last one is automatically. It's down to me. So it's down to you. I'm going to go 50th birthday. I like the way he's thinking. You know, make it special. Yeah. Okay. 50th birthday. Casey ends up getting it. You have his email address? I have it, and I you will send it? him an email. And he'll get that. Okay. We're going to do the after show after the show, which we're going to talk about um, the going on the trips with you and what that entails. So maybe it's, it's pretty filled up this year, only a few spots. But now's the time to start planning and thinking about it for next year. We'll get into that in the after show. So right now it's t- time to take a peek into the asylum brought to you by Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) And a recent study shows that 9 out of 10 men prefer the company of a woman with curves. They drink their whiskey neat and listed hot sauce as their favorite condiment. The 10th man drives a Tesla, puts ketchup on his hot dog, and wants to know what the other nine men are up to after the study. And that's not only insane, that's a sign. I don't put ketchup on my hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reporting the facts. Okay. (laughs) How's that Tesla working out for you? We should maybe touch on that in the after show. On the the incident? The incident. The incident. Yeah, you've got to tune into the the after show. I, that was pretty funny, right? I don't even know about Looking the back, incident. Yeah, we're alive, so it's funny now. We're alive. All we right. lived through it. We'll touch on that in the after show. I uh, just want to last time saying it, beginning right now, buy a box of any Perdomo 30th anniversary, any wrapper, the full box. You're going to get one single of each other wrapper, and you're also going to get a link to the video access of the Q&A launch that we did, and you can turn it into your own party if you want to sit there and do it on your own or have friends over and enjoy it. Yeah, be patient with the link. It's going to show up. Um, Ed Santa Maria is tracking that. It might take 
a couple of days before it's available, so give him the time before you start hitting him up for it. And if you're looking for the specific size you want of it, we have a little bit of each cigar, but maybe not every size of each cigar that's available. Uh, you can be patient and wait till maybe Wednesday on that, and maybe we'll have a be loaded up again. But maybe a lot your your cigar size and the wrapper you want is available right now and you'll see it you can uh you can go on there and and click it now and buy it uh if you want and you have to put in the comment section bruno that's really important that you do that because we're selling these to other people too and uh we don't want to give the extra cigar or the the link to the people that aren't listening to the cigar authority so uh gentlemen thank you so much thank Thank you. you thank you for the the whole thing to uh, launch with us and come up and timing was fantastic uh, this is a bad time of the year up in here in New England you freeze your butt off a little bit uh, that's the <laughs> you brought the good weather with yeah. you though to think uh, about you, me, and Ed, my dad sitting at the bar at the Circle Bar after the trade show and talking about this idea. Yes, about and, and what it comes we to fruition, do. right? And we're here. This is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it really awesome. Is. It was great. Thank you so much. Next week, uh, it is official. Uh, after 40 years of cigar smoking, I have smoked 2,000 boxes of cigars. Uh, I am the poster child for cigar smokers now. Uh, is that the average, or do I need to step it up? We're going to see, we're going to get into uh, the amount of smoking that happens. People ask us all the time, how many cigars do we smoke? We're going to dig into that next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Uh, And it's very possible that you learned something today, which makes you The Cigar Authority. Introducing the views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.